NBA sources say, I'm Juliette Littman. Look what you made us do, Danny Ainge. I'm Chris Ryan. Look what you made us do. Um, It (laughs) is Thursday, August 31st. And 2017, the year of our Lord. That's also how many draft picks the Celtics still have to uh, trade. We were coming up on two months since the the news that Kyrie Irving wanted to trade to come out. I believe it was around July 17th or so. Mm -hmm. And finally, he is officially a member of the Boston Celtics. He'll be unveiled tomorrow. tomorrow. Rumor has it with Gordon Hayward. Oh, Gordo never had a press conference? I don't know. But they're just going to do like a big soiree. Interesting. Happy Labor Day. Ha- Sum- summer's over. So- it's softness season. is back in Boston. <laughs> um, I, as I grew up in New York City, there's a bias against Boston. Didn't really buy into it, whatever. Now I hate Boston because I've had to spend so much time and energy Thinking about the Celtics, it's un- it's unbelievable. I can't I can't believe that Kyrie is now on this team, and now and now it's not over because we have to think about them for the next nine months. And if Danny Ainge has his way, perhaps longer. Yeah, uh, I mean, we could talk about the Anthony Davis rumors that are already starting. I want to just say I lived in Boston for five years, and I, I got a lot of time for that place as a city. And I want I want to thank Boston. <laughs> Here's what I want to thank them for: I never have to think about team loyalty to players ever again. Ever. I don't ever have to think about player loyalty to teams ever again. Now, I'm I'm an aging man. You know, you could say that I should have already arrived at this conclusion. You're staring down the barrel of your mortality. But it's okay now. We don't have to talk about this anymore. Boston traded a dude who played for them the day after his sister died. Yes. It's a wrap. We can stop talking about this. They got, like, they didn't want to pay Isaiah. They they traded a guy who was recovering from a hip injury that he played through for them in the second half of the season. That's cool. Let's never talk about Duran again. Let's never talk about it when George and Westbrook leave Oklahoma next season. Let's not talk about it when Anthony Davis leaves New Orleans. It's This is what it is, okay? it's We're just trading stocks here, and that's that's what it is. And I just don't ever like I just don't want to hear ever hear any of these guys get blamed for doing what they want to do with their lives when this is what the alternative can be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, like never burn another jersey. Like it's over. Yeah, seriously. Put your fucking matches away. <laughs> I mean, who even has matches anymore anyway? You know? People just, people hold their cell phones up at concerts. Yeah, right. So just unfollow your player and move on. Yeah. And the team will unfollow as well. It's fine. I'm going to be singing a different story when all of these Sixers leave. <laughs> I'm mean, like, you guys didn't trust the process, but I'm just saying that like this is and this is is over. We've got it wrapped up. Let's give the Cavs their due as well because the Cavs are now in position to resign Isaiah Thomas or not, mm-hmm. and they did a lot in the last eight days to light his value on fire, like a lot. Yes. So it's not just Boston. I mean, it's not just Boston. I mean, the loyalty thing is Boston, but like if we're just talking about like Isaiah's future in general in the NBA. The Cavs have had a heavy hand in determining that as well. Yeah, and he, you know, Kevin O'Connor has a really great piece on the Ringer right now where he talked to a bunch of different people around the league about their not only what they knew about the trade and what they've known about or what they're saying about how LeBron feels about the deal, whether or not Dan Gilbert was overly or not overly involved. It's his team. He can do what he wants. But how involved Dan Gilbert was in the deal. Um, 
and what exactly Cleveland was really valuing here and whether they expect LeBron to stay or leave. Durant told Bill that he thinks LeBron's staying. Right. I I don't. I don't think LeBron is staying. Nor do I. And I think that, you know, with the Brooklyn pick and Isaiah Thomas uh, is is a nice way to, like, not bottom out if they— if the, if LeBron does leave next season, totally. And shout out to the Crowder the Crowder Hive out there. They yeah. they exist. They're not yeah. in Dallas, but they do exist. <laughs> the Jay Crowder Hive is real. <laughs> Some people do like him. Uh, this morning, I, I did a social media check to see like who's weighing in. Just crickets out there. Yeah, LeBron. Other players. You other mean? players. Yeah. yeah. Just it's just sort of like I think we're all over it. I felt a real relief when this deal went through last night. I was just like, oh my god, thank you. Let's let's keep it moving. Yeah. Um. Boston is still not beating the Warriors, so have fun, Kyrie. There's probably some cool places for you to go out. Um, I don't see him really bonding with Gordon Hayward, but perhaps they will enjoy playing together. Kyrie's click is what? Jimmy Butler? Who's, who's um, his squad? Amon Shumpert is a good friend of his. Oh. Um, they, uh, they, they very famously, to me at least, two, about two years ago, were in a club in Phoenix where they were like doing these dance moves that like were like about like holding babies because they both had just had babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite. They went out to a nightclub in Phoenix and did yeah, a baby holding they're dance. They're on the road. It was on TMZ, of course. Okay, more on TMZ to come very soon. Yeah, uh, one of my hottest topics. My thing today. is that uh, basically that if you're Cleveland, if you're the Wizards, if you are, uh, if even I, I, whoever gets Boston in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I just think that if you are staring down Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, and Al Horford. I like those odds. I like how, I like I like I like the idea of going after those guys. Against all odds, Al Horford's now my favorite Celtic. I don't know how I got here. I used to make fun of him a lot for having a GoPro in the delivery room when yeah. his wife gave birth. But now I'm just like <laughs> all in on Al Horford. Um, I also think that uh I would be very interested to see how Kyrie Irving uh, enjoys his time with the Boston sports media. Oh, interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. I can't wait till he drops some theories on on, okay. on Dan Shaughnessy. Counterpoint. <laughs> you can't get any more attention than you do playing with LeBron. So in some ways, he's kind of like I think LeBron shield, for shields it for, shields That's a true. lot of it, though. He's true. And also, it was really only since road tripping that like truly weird Kyrie came out. That's true. They don't really have like a lot of talk. They don't have a talker on the team. I guess Marcus On Boston? Smart. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Smart's good at it. I think that they they keep it pretty, pretty tight there. It's very Spursian. I like that, actually. Do you? I, I hate it. Talk. What are you talking about? I oh. want to hear. I want to hear. Everybody should be Evan Turner. I want to hear. The, I want to hear your takes. Well, Evan Turner did thrive in Boston. I mean, he became the quote machine in, yeah. in Massachusetts. So yeah. maybe, maybe there's hope for someone to emerge from this quagmire as as our new favorite quote in the Eastern Conference. I mean, it'll be LeBron until he switches to the Lakers. But um, <laughs> until then, you know, then but then there will be an opening for someone to own the media. Yeah. At, Maybe it could be Kyrie. I highly doubt it. He doesn't really want it. I mean, such a weird thing is like next summer, Kyrie will presumably still be on the Celtics and his Uncle Drew movie will be coming out. Like, is Boston ready for that? Like someone who wants to be an actor? I mean, I I, I assume that they have they've, they've had like outsized personalities in Boston sure. before. They've had Kevin Garnett. I just don't. What happens is guys who didn't sort of come up through the Boston. There are guys who arrive in Boston who just are put under a certain level of scrutiny here, like, I think if I were a Cleveland fan, mm-hmm. right, I understand being, you know, disappointed that the Cavs lost to the Warriors. But if you are a fan of the Browns and the Indians and the Cavs, you're pretty psyched with what the Cavs have given you over the last five years, right? Yeah. Four years. Um, Boston fans are not quite as, like, I don't think that they kind of 
totally get that. And so they've got the Patriots, they've got the Red Sox, they've got the Celtics, all of whom have like put together some championship seasons. Like, they, there's a little bit more scrutiny and a little bit like of a higher, like like a high, like a hotter microscope. It's true. It's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating. If nothing else, it'll be good fodder for us. Sure. Um, can we move on? I'm so I'm so. The other good fodder for uh, you. Oh my god! Should we just which, which of my hottest topics should we get into right now? You know exactly which one we should get into. <laughs> heat rock on TMZ today. Yeah, right. Real heat rock. Um, also, then and on the Daily Mail and uh, BuzzFeed, it's really everywhere. Some multi-platform. Multi platform. Multi platform. Yeah. Just tearing up the internet today. There was a there was a date night last night. It was more of like an entourage evening. Mm-hmm. Um, both like small e and italicized show name entourage. <laughs> and <laughs> um, at Craig's, which is an eatery in West Hollywood. What kind right? of stuff do they serve? Uh, I don't know. Italian? What? I think so. Is it, it the Dantana's spinoff? Is it? Might I don't, be. I don't know. It's across the street from Gracias Madre. Oh, okay. It's like it's like right on Melrose, right. Like where uh, Beverly Hills ends and West Hollywood begins, where, where the where the Pacific begins. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, there there was a there was an event and it was a dinner that featured the um, star of the Los Angeles Clippers, Blake Griffin, his rumored new paramour, but rumored by the Page Six a couple weeks ago, Kendall Jenner mm-hmm. of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chandler Parsons, my uh, my my OTP, your muse cage. <laughs> My personal muse cage, Haley Baldwin. That's kind of the core four. Those uh-huh. that, that's like two rumored couples, and then also pictured JJ Barea. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing look for him because he played with Chandler in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. Okay. Um, and then a couple of other of like friends of theirs. Sure. And they were all um, they were caught on camera walking out of the back door, clearly trying to avoid the paparazzi. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. watched this. Um, Probably about ten times so far today. Everyone looked a little annoyed at the cameras. Like I don't, I don't think Blake likes it. I don't, Chandler didn't seem into it. Yeah, Blake seems to really duck the press. <laughs> Kendall Jenner, like she was ready for it. It was like she was walking. No on, shit. She was yeah. like, yeah, I know. If I didn't know she was a model, I would have known from this because she like puts her hair in place. She kind of like cocks her chin up and she like just like walks forward, like just really ready for the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. You know, I was I read the story originally on TMZ, and one of the related links, you know, like read more, was Blake Griffin double date night with his with his new teammate, and it was a story from July twelfth. He had had dinner um, at Giorgio Baldi's, I believe, in Beverly Hills. It was a double date uh, with him, the mother of his children, Bryn Cameron, Sam Decker, who's now on the Clippers, uh-huh. and Sam Decker's uh, girlfriend. So, first, do you of all, think Sam Decker has the potential to be the new Chandler? You know, it's really that's been thrown out a lot of times because they're both white. They yeah. both were drafted by Houston. Uh, both have been injured. <laughs> that's like kind of saying like that any European dude is the next Dirk. I guess seeing Sam Decker in Los Angeles is the next Chandler. I no shot at Sam Decker, but like just no. It would be a big look for a guy from Wisconsin. It would it would be unfathomable. It would mean dreams still come true in America. <laughs> it would be unfathomable. Okay. I think I, I just don't see it happening, but. Um, I'm impressed that Sam Decker got the welcome. But as committee. of July 12th, as of July, as of July 12th, Blake's still Blake, going out. Blake with and Bryn were the welcome committee to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> you get traded to the Clippers. And Concepcion, did Blake and Bryn greet you on your arrival in Los Angeles? <laughs> right there. Miley's, you know, a party in the USA was black. <laughs> I looked to the right; it was the Hollywood sign and Blake. <laughs> okay, so that's the Sam Decker experience. Fast forward six weeks later. Blake Blake Griffin is caught multiple times in the last three weeks with Kendall Jenner. Caught? 
I don't know, seen. Yeah. Seen by the cameras. If I'm Bryn Cameron, I am out of my mind angry. <laughs> I am like, keep the knives away from me because I am furious. Uh-huh. The optics of it are just so poor. I, nothing wrong with Kendall Jenner. I heard she's lovely. But like, <laughs> it's just so upsetting if I'm Bryn Cameron. It's like, I'm home with your kids and you're out at Craig's with Kendall Jenner. Right. I just can't, I cannot abide. Bryn Cameron, uh, tell me a little bit about her. Bryn Cameron went to USC. She previously uh, had a, she previously dated Matt Leiner. They okay. also have a child together. I believe her brother was also on the USC football team. Jordan Cameron is a professional football player. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dunk on you. He just is I'm just filling um, in the blanks. And Bryn Cameron was I think either played volleyball or basketball at USC. I can't recall. Her and Blake have been on and off. Last year there was a GQ profile of Blake. Um, I. Did Zach Barron write that? I think yeah, he, I think so. he did. And it was a, it was they weren't together at the time, but it was very much about how he was a really active father, and Brian was still in his life. And then they got back together. They became the welcome committee, and now they're broken up. And he's he's with Kendall Jenner around town. It's very. It's I just I don't know. I have a hard time with it, Chris. I don't. I think I had a hard time with. And this is the funniest thing about these kind of like oh look at all these people going out on on these group dates. I love a picture of a group of people where. Uh, any combination of people could be dating and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like he could be dating Haley Baldwin. Chandler could be with Kendall Jenner. Hasn't he been with Kendall Jenner before? But yes. A few years ago, they, right. they were photographed together as well. Right. So I think that what we're saying is that uh, Kendall Jenner and Chandler Parsons destroy families. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's really funny. Like when you look at a group of people and it's like, you guys, you just want to be, you want to get your picture taken. Yeah, I guess You don't want to so. get your picture taken. Don't go to Craig's. Absolutely. Go to True Food Kitchen. Totally. I won't take your picture there. I will my my introduce myself, but I won't take your picture. Um, I just want to say good luck for Chandler because he's also been uh, like seen with Haley Baldwin, photographed Haley Baldwin like many times over the last like year or so. Good luck for Chandler. Like it sounds like he's really settling down. <laughs> yeah, it, so- it sounds like he's really committed to Haley Baldwin. <laughs> Where's he at with Kate Beckinsale? Because that's been the most important relationship of the 21st century. I don't know where he's at with Kate Beckinsale. Great question. I don't know where he's at with many people. There is um uh an Instagrammer who like takes screenshots of everything having to do with Chandler and then just posts them. And it's so not, like it's a that username Jay Litman or <laughs> it's not me. I, I am I am um I admire the ingenuity in the hustle though. <laughs> and like it's just like it's like pictures of like Chandler liking a, a one of Demi Lovato's photos or like a photo of Bella <laughs> Thorne or something like that. <laughs> it's a wild Instagram account. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I have a problem. No, not you. I'm just like marveling at the world. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't know if, how I feel about Blake Griffin as the new face of the Clippers. It's right going to be really interesting to chart Blake Griffin's role in the post CP3 era and yeah. how he what kind of tone he sets. Absolutely, because <laughs> you know? he's he's being very Hollywood, I would say, and yeah. like enjoy your life, Blake. Shout out to you. Um, but the other Staple Center team is really making a, a big play. For our hearts. If you're not and in, if you're not into Rob Polinka, what's wrong? Unsubscribe from us. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> um Lakers GM Rob Polinka has become the the totem for this podcast. It's the it's like inception. We know it we're still in reality if Rob Polinka is there to talk to us about the Bible. Absolutely. And you know, I actually think he's doing something like pretty smart. Today, August 31st, the uh, Ball and the Family premiered on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is the Buna Murray reality show about the Ball family. Um, and LaMelo, 
released his own sneakers, mm-hmm. which are far nicer than the Lonzo sneakers, like just not even a competition. Um, and meanwhile, you have Rob Polinka like really trying hard to keep this narrative on basketball. Let's just read a couple of quotes from him. This is over the last couple of weeks, yeah. Last couple of weeks. If you study history, it seems to kind of come in cycles. In the last decade or so, we've seen it be dominated by scoring point guards, you know, Steph and Russell Westbrook and James Harden as a point guard last year. Note, editor's note, Rob Polenko is James Harden's uh, agent. agent as he became a point guard last year. Back to the quote. These guys that are volume scorers, extraordinary players, incredible players, and then all of a sudden comes along a rookie point guard whose game is based on really the opposite of that. is passing and setting up teammates and sharing the ball. It's almost like you're seeing kind of a swerve from the current, the way that stream is flowing the other direction. I think a lot of people are really interested to see how that plays out. I think for us, we have to remember, too, opening night is against our crosstown rivals, the Clippers. So Palenka is like, Juliet, don't care about TMZ. Don't care about trends. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about hoops. He probably is not a fan of this podcast, even though we celebrate him, because (laughs) he wants to keep the focus. Keep Keep it basketball. Keep it basketball reasons. Keep it basketball, yeah. And I, I honestly think that is like smart mm. um if you are steering this team that has been mired in drama for the last few years like you want it to be about like your young star and how he's going against the grain and like kind of like setting up setting the stage for any kind of tribulation passing is the new scoring yes uh, magic johnson would agree sure yeah well, speaking of magic what a day in lakerland the, yeah. the magic of the lakers had have to cut f- a half a million dollar check to the they've, nba they've been fined five hundred thousand dollars chris is that a big Penalty. Not for them. You know, I think that they can afford it. I, I think that they did not, the report that everybody keeps saying is that they did not find any evidence that the Lakers sort of had uh, illegally wor- worked with George, but that I guess there was more of a perception that that they had tampered with the, the Paul George situation. And, you know, Paul's already bought a house out here, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where did he buy the house? Um, I think in the Valley. Okay. In Cal- and like Cal- near in Calabasas. That's where that's where they all go now. Okay. Drake, Bieber, and the Kardashians made that cool. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Would you ever live in Calabasas? No. Why? Too hot. Okay. Yeah. Like, what if you had a pool? No, I don't like pools. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't think this is a huge fine. I mean, it's not a big fine for the Lakers. Sam Amick was like on Twitter. Shout out to Sam Amick. Does a lot of good work. Was like, this is the second largest fine in NBA history. And what, was like, the, what was the largest? Um, the Pistons. Oh, for three, Malice? Three yeah. and a half mil. No, for Juma, Joe Dumar's like tampering. Three and a half mil and three picks. So, oh, isn't that the Timberwolves for Joe Smith? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, Timberwolves, Timberwolves for Joe Smith. Yeah. Um, that was so shady. <laughs> $500,000 is nothing compared to A, three picks plus three and a half million dollars. Yes. Losing picks when you're rebuilding, losing picks and the ability to sign a superstar, like that was rumored that like maybe they wouldn't be able to sign George. That would be so, what's, so much So what worse. is the perception going to be when when, and if they do sign Paul George? No one's going to give a shit. Honestly, no one's going to care. Right. Who like did I didn't even I didn't even get that tampering story right because it was so minor. Right. I mean, it is the Lakers which makes it a bigger deal, but like I don't know. The NBA is more fun when the Lakers and the Knicks are good. Yeah. So I mean, what's tampering when when Rob Polinka is like I want to thank Rich Paul. Right. Like you know, at his press conference, and which is like, like for- totally normal. But it's like, do you think that they just didn't, like, that LeBron has never come up right. in all the conversations between Rob Polinka, Magic Johnson, and Rich Paul? They've never mentioned Rich Paul's biggest client? I know. It's ridiculous. And, like, not only did he say, thank you, he was like, good job. He's, like, just actively pandering. If not tampering, pandering. Sure. Um, and then— Can't get fined for pandering. No, can't get fined for pandering. Plus, um, 
It's working. KCP really uh, on a pod on road tripping, I believe, or no, on on um, Jesse Williams, who's on my favorite show, Grey's Anatomy, on his podcast, which I can't remember the name of it at the moment. Open open run show. He was like, "Yes, I feel the same way about it's, Rob Palenka." Yeah, it's a spiritual. Uh, I am the bread from heven. I correct. I am the bread from heaven. Um, Juliet, we do have a special guest on today's episode. Yes, we do. Uh, we, we call her Milwaukee Bucks Scion. Sure. I just call her. I just call her Edens. Mallory Edens is going to be joining us, and Mallory Edens has been in the news recently because she she also was on TMZ this week. Oh, was she? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and say why? Um, she was on TMZ because I don't even know why. Some cameras just caught her, and they were like, "How do you spell Giannis's last name?" And she tried really hard. She got very close. I was impressed. <laughs> but there was a bigger news soundbite coming out of this, right? That she would like to buy the Knicks. Yes, that she would like to buy the Knicks. This is probably some, you know, now that he's uh, done with Game of Thrones, I th- yeah! think that this is probably the most important news that's come across Jason Concepcion's radar in years. And all he hopes, to, uh, we want to let him have open mic, Jason Concepcion, a couple minutes to just make his case to Mallory Edens before she comes on the phone for why she should buy the Knicks. Come on over, Jason. Recording tape. Right. <laughs> First of all, this is an honor. Hi, to, Jason. To be here, to be uh, really in the in the environment that Julia Littman was 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 put on this earth to be in. <laughs> Thank you so to much. To be here with you talking about this subject is in this way. It's like it's amazing. It's like being close to the sun. I just want to say, are you palinking me? Right I'm now? not palinking you. As you know, uh, I remember how in the Book of Revelations when God created the earth. Um, Mallory Edens, we don't know each other. We've like I we've we've DM'd, we've shared DMs about J.R. Smith. You liked one of my J.R. Smith articles. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for reading, Mal. Yeah, I, I you know we ran into. I saw you briefly at summer league. Walk like across the arena, very far away from me. That's about as as close as it gets. But we share the Knicks, and we need you. Knicks fans need you. We need you right now. I know it's gonna take some time for you to get that bankroll up to buy the Knicks from, from James Dolan. Uh, but I just want to tell you that even though I only know you really through your Instagram account, uh, which is fantastic and is, and is primarily how I have traveled the world these last couple years because, you know, I don't travel that much. Particularly um, when Game of Thrones is on. I, listen, I've traveled between my apartment and, and the studio lot for the last four months. But i just like to let you know that uh, we support you. And however long it takes... Knicks fans are behind you. We want you to own this team. Uh, So just, you know, whatever you need, however we can help you in any way, just let us know. Send out a tweet. Send out an Instagram. Link in bio. Should we start a GoFundMe or (laughs) a Patreon account? I think she's got. I think. I think she's got the money. I think she's okay. got access to the money in in okay. ways that are good point. Much more efficient than any kind of Patreon account. Is there a Dolan child? Does- yes. He plays in a band out in Montauk. Let's not talk about it ever Wait, again. Is there is it, the ba- James Dolan's son's band is different than Dolan's band? I think they're more of a jazz, a jam band, a blues like, jam band, like the Fish version. Yeah, I've never. Uh, Wait, this is only. This wait, is what? listen. This is only what I know by looking at like one of their flyers and the name of the band, which I forget. I did not click on any of their music because why would I do that to myself? But, Great question. Yeah, life is way too short 
you know, and pleasure and joy is is hard to find. But you know what would give me so much joy and pleasure? Mallory Eden's buying the Knicks. All right, with that, let's get Meadens on the phone. Yeah. And now on the line, as promised, we have Mallory Edens, the daughter of Wesley Edens, co-owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Hi, Mallory. Hi. Big week for you. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I mean, was this your first TMZ video appearance? Um, I think it was. Yeah. What's that like? Like, do they walk up to you and they're like, hey, we're from TMZ? Like, how does that happen? Um, yeah, that was, I mean, I don't know how it like routinely happens because that doesn't happen to me routinely, but, um, right now. <laughs> he basically, yeah, was just following me. So God, I, I don't think I would talk to them. Like, did you have any, uh, uh, hesitation to do that? I mean, the guy was being pretty nice to me. I think like, you know, your life is <laughs> pretty vanilla when they're asking you like political questions about like women in sports. So <laughs> I think I would have felt a little rude not answering. Um, let's start with the Knicks situation. Uh, listeners just heard Jason Concepcion beg you to buy the Knicks. Is that something you would actually want to do one day? Um, so obviously, I was like mostly joking. I don't have any imminent plans to buy the Knicks. Um, okay, we could work on that with you. I, I, I suggested starting up a GoFundMe yeah. or something. I will, No, so I've seriously gotten like hundreds of DMs from New Yorkers being like, like yo if you want to start like a crowdfunding effort like let me know i'm happy to leave the charge i was like uh no it's okay (laughs) um yeah i like i appreciate the spirit um no i mean obviously like the knicks are not for sale um but i would love to own an nba team one day so i think like you know myself like i think it's the coolest thing ever um i said the knicks because i grew up in new york um i was a knicks fan all the time so who's your um, favorite knicks player like ever Ever? Yeah, you know, of, of um, any time, any era of the Knicks. Probably Jared Jeffries. I was like a huge Jared really? Jeffries fan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. Just some passion for Indiana basketball? Um, For defense. Okay. You know, like he couldn't really do anything else. But um, I like I loved that team of like, uh, like David Lee, Chris Duhon, Jared Jeffries. Like that was golden era next to me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that all of those players would be really happy to know that, that you consider them a golden era and that you're that they're your favorites. That's that's big. I uh, you know, I'm sure they have a lot of fans like that out there. So Yeah, they they probably do. <laughs> they probably do. Um what was it like for you when you went to the draft lottery? How many years ago was that now? And like I think that's like when you first like blew up on on the internet as like an NBA personality. Were you expecting that rea- uh-huh. reaction? Wow, what a title, NBA personality. Um, <laughs> I so I was in high school when that when I did that. Um, and it was what what was fun for me was like I was sitting next to Dr. J, and I thought like that was the coolest thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. Um, <laughs> so that's probably what I remember most about that. Um, but my mom was like a little horrified because I had, like turned eighteen probably like a week ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun for her. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. There definitely were a lot of tweets where people were like, "Who is that girl?" And then like immediately regretted. I immediately regretted it when they like learned you were in high school. But that's you know that's the that's the beginning of a great NBA legend. I think that's life. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. How many Bucks games do you go to per year? Um, 
as many as I can. Um, I so I'm like in college. Um, sure. Are you back at school right now? No, I'm not. And I'll actually go back for a couple weeks. This is awesome. Um, but I also, so I'm not this year, but I ran um, track and cross country my first three years of school, um, which is like, you know, division one, seven sure. days a week. So um, probably like only got out to Milwaukee a couple times a month, but I watched pretty much every single game. That's pretty dope. Do you have a favorite player? Are you allowed to have a favorite player as part as as it related to ownership? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to have a favorite player, okay. but um, yeah, like everyone, I love watching Giannis play. He's pretty amazing. Really he's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he also very clearly wants to be a star. So that's one of the reasons I like to watch him is that he's just so charismatic and has a beautiful smile. Um, yeah, I mean, I think also just like more than that, he wants to be a winner. Yeah. Um, which is really, really fun to watch. Like, Love that. He does not ever get it off really. Um, which is probably the coolest thing ever. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Um, one thing I've always yeah. been curious about is what is it, what is the world of like the relatives of NBA owners? Like, I know that you're friends with Vivek of the Kings, <laughs> his daughter. Like, is there like a secret, um, like, Slack channel for 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 everyone or like a group DM. Like, how do you meet the other people whose parents own teams? No, there should be though. Um, I don't know. So yeah, um, I love Anjali. Um, I found out recently that um, uh, I go to the same gym as um, Mr. Wrestler's son. Really? Um, yeah. Well, so I found out because I met him, and then um, like a few days later, my trainer, my beloved trainer. Um, was wearing Hawks gear, and I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're like, I uh, could get you a Buck shirt if you just asked. Well, I reconciled that situation pretty much immediately. Um, I was, like, a little bit offended, but um, now we're kind of at war on that end. <laughs> um, <laughs> the so I think that, like, it's a small world, and um, everybody's kind of at All-Star Weekend. Like, everybody's in Vegas, so I guess that's kind of how you meet. Got it. I think you guys, you definitely need to get like a WhatsApp group going or something. Yeah, I think we should. That would also, that would also, I think, lend itself to a pretty good reality show. Just, you know, you guys. Um, you know, actually, like people have approached Anjali and I before about like having a reality show. <laughs> no, thank you, but um, you're not the first person on that idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should. Maybe we'll finish school first, of course. Then maybe you could revisit it. I don't know. If, particularly if you guys each work for a team or something. Then it could be, you know, really have yeah. a context or something. I can workshop this with you. I'd yeah. love to. <laughs> I think we would need to like introduce some drama into my life because I think I'm like a little bit boring for a reality TV show. But I don't know. There's, you we can, you can, we can you can get a lot of traction after out of a lot of mundane stuff like a lot of the Kardashian <laughs> a lot of the Kardashian stuff. Um, do you want to work in the NBA in general? Like, is that something you've been interested in? Uh, in addition, in addition to owning the Knicks one day perhaps um no I you know I I don't think that I do I think at one point in my life I like really wanted to be like uh I really wanted to be like GM of the next honestly um when I was like 12 probably um but I think that right now um I mean I guess like never say never but that's not really something that um I want to do I'm lucky enough that I get to be so sort of like intimately around the NBA um anyway just by virtue of like literally family dinner right yeah. so um it's not something that like i really have to do that is like my official day job to um get to be around it in the way that i want to be 
What was the most surprising thing about like being in the NBA world once that became part of your life? Like, what were you like? Oh, this is I didn't know they like went to chapel before every game, or like, oh, I didn't know they had peanut, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly in every locker room. Like, what what was the most surprising thing to you? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. I guess. I guess one of the things was that like I never really had even thought about like exactly how trades happen mm. and uh, I was like a little bit surprised to find that like a lot of the times it's literally sort of like one team calling another being like hey like what do you think about so and so like you know what do you think about so and so for so and so etc um and that like a lot of the times this sort of like conversation when it's initiated is actually that casual um that was surprising to me, I guess. Yeah, it is a lot of just like picking up the phone, making a phone call, or so I've heard. I don't exactly. I'm, yeah, no, it really is. I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel about the Kyrie Irving <laughs> as a member of the Eastern Conference? How do you feel about the Kyrie Irving Isaiah Thomas trade? Um, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's exciting. I think like one of the cool things about the NBA is that um, a lot really does happen in the off season, so Tell like the league it. looks really different. Yeah, um, in you know September, the beginning of October than it did, um, you know, like during the finals. And I think that's cool. Um, I think we all know who's coming out of the East anyway, so sure. not really too bothered about it. You mean uh, the Bucks, right? Of course I mean the Bucks. yeah. <laughs> well, Giannis, who knows? <laughs> We're really also rooting for Jabari Parker over here at the Ringer. He's got a lot of fans. Yeah, um, he should. He works harder than I think anybody ever um, and has the best attitude in the world so he's got good gatorade um, commercials too i think his are, are pretty his top notch commercials are excellent yeah like his first um i have to admit i like looked at the like original one he did after um after he tore the sale the first time yeah um i like, listened to that song while i was working out for a while <laughs> because it was like the best thing ever what song was it um it's called like all my light oh or all your life it's really good. Nice. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Yeah. Okay. I will. Um, Mallory, thanks so much for calling. I, we were delighted to see you on TMZ. And for uh, and you know, only wish you the best. Hope to hope to see you again there soon. Also doing more spelling. Awesome. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Let's hope Jason's dreams come true. Let's hope. Shout out to Mallory. Thank you for coming on the show. Maybe she'll come back. Yeah. Um. What's the next biggest story you're looking forward to finding out about? I guess we have to find out about Mello. Um, Dwayne and Wade. Dwayne um, Wade. How how does Wade get to the Cavs or back to the Heat? I actually think he goes back to the Heat is my call. His kids are back in school. He's the South new Udonis. He can't, yeah, he can't leave UD, you know? Um, the other big stories we have to find out is like, we'll know tomorrow when Kyrie gets unveiled in Boston. When does LeBron speak? When does Ty Lue speak? When do we hear about all this stuff? When do people start piping up about this stuff? Will it happen before training camp? First day of training camp? Is that when we're going to hear from LeBron? When's LeBron going to drop that gram? It's a great question. It's really, it's been interesting. Instagram has been ground zero for NBA news this summer for a lot of reasons. Um, one of them, I wanted to mention this to you, is I feel like this has been like the summer that the like the sort of like secret pickup game died because so many of them have just, the footage have ended up online. Yeah. And it's sort of like interesting. I, because of that, I it, it definitely reshapes the way you think about some friendships, basically. Like, for example, Ennis Cantor 
and Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James all being in the same pickup game. Do you think that there was and there were, that was in Miami, right? That was in New York. In New York. Do you think there was anybody hanging out in New York who didn't get that invite, but then saw the video and was like, "What the hell?" New York is not really like the training ground anymore. It's yeah, a, it's LA, so that was kind of weird. But like, you hear so during the regular season, Ennis Cantor was like one of the shit talkers when KD came back to Oklahoma City, so and then he's playing pickup. Yeah, so is that all just fake? Like, I just feel like it's like the it's like the Haley Baldwin Jenner. Parsons Griffin date. Nobody is on camera unless they want to be. That's a great point. That's a great point. And yeah, I mean, the other storyline just is uh, Blake Griffin is fascinating. Like, all jokes aside, it's his time and he's coming off an injury. I think he's supposed to be healthy and back for the beginning of the season. And I'm I'm actually like excited about these Clippers. I haven't been excited about the Clippers in so long, but uh, I'm 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 into it. I'm oh. excited for this crosstown rivalry. Uh, me too. Also, <laughs> last note. They have is... a crosstown rivalry if you share the same building. No, but the Clippers are trying to move. James, sorry, James Dolan. Um, last note, and this is probably a bad one to end on because it's kind of small, but I just think Portland's going to make a big move before training camp opens. Yeah. They opened a roster spot yesterday by waving Andrew Nicholson. Um, roster spots get filled. and yeah. with Carmelo Anthony? With uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't mellow going to Portland be really weird, but weirder things have happened. Kyrie Irving plays with the Celtics now, but I know to me, ultimate weird. Still can't get over Paul George in Oklahoma city. Can't get over it. I can't wait for that. Me too. I'm excited. All right. Thanks again to Mallory Eatings. Thanks for everyone for listening. Thank you to Blake and Chandler and Jason Concepcion and Haley Baldwin. Yeah.